Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Welcome to my ADHD series on what your ADHD child wishes you knew. The Amazing Book by Dr. Sharon Celine. Over the past couple of weeks, I have introduced you to the five C's of ADHD parenting. And we have covered the first one in detail last week, which is self-control. This week's episode is going to be dedicated to the second C of the five, and that being compassion. Compassion is such an important piece of being able to parent well. I think I find myself saying the most important thing in your parenting is X. And then the following week I say this is the most important thing you can do in your parenting. There are so many important things that we have to do. But I I truly think that being able to control ourselves is the most important piece And to do that, we have to be able to access curiosity and compassion. And after that, I think a close third would probably be the ability to set boundaries and hold limits. But let's stay focused to compassion and what it actually means. On page 20, she says, Compassion in parenting means being able to see your child where they are with empathy and patience in the context of their cognitive, social, emotional and physical development. She goes on to, to make the point that it's very easy for us to be compassionate and kind and empathetic when things are all rosy. When your kids are doing things that you are super happy to see them doing, it's great. It's easy to be kind and compassionate. The struggle is when they do things that were like that leave us reeling like why on earth did you do what you just did it's very hard to tap into compassion but the first step in having any being able to have any compassion for for others is having compassion for yourself if you're interested in the subject of compassion Kristen Nerf does she is the compassion queen and her work is amazing And she says, it's interesting because she says you can't actually teach someone to be compassionate. You can only role model it. So when your kids see you being compassionate with yourself, cutting yourself some slack and being kind to yourself, then they can see that this is a good way to be and adopt the same um, process for themselves. So compassion, she goes on to say, is a frame of mind that withholds judgment and embraces others for who they are at a given moment, even if it's not who you want them to be. And this is especially true for children, 
and even more especially true for kids with ADHD. She says you can hold on to the possibility that your child will change as long as it's not an expectation. And I talk a lot about expectations and what they are and the result of expecting a lot or anything from anyone, including your children. So if you're interested in expectations, I think it's also a really important part of being able to parent well, is to look at your expectations and just really ask yourself if you need them. Because expectations often breed disappointment, whereas hope leads to opportunity. So she says you can hold on to the possibility that your child will change as long as it's not an expectation. So you can hope that there might be change, but don't expect there to be change. Many, she says that many of the kids interviewed for, for the book repeatedly spoke about how their parents were their main supports. And when she asked them what got, got those kids through the tough times, every single time it was, I get a lot of support from my family. I think it's the relationship with my parents. My mum is the main person I talk to about this stuff. Having my mum to keep me on task. My, me and my dad, when we do stuff on the farm, my dad helps me get organised with school stuff, which is huge because I don't know how to do it all by myself. So these kids are saying they need us and they need us to be compassionate and supportive in our role as parents because they need to feel seen and heard and bolstered by us and understood by us. They do not need to feel pitied or labelled they they need to see and do see parents intervening with the schools on their behalf, with them, collaborating with them, encouraging the kids to take the responsibility they need, but being the support system and being the pillar until the child has developed the skills for themselves. She gives a great example on page 21 where she talks about an argument that went on between a father and a son in her office over um, what the dad thought his son should choose for subjects at school versus what the son thought he should choose. And the conversation is cool, actually. So the son is furious. He says, Dad, I'm signed up for honours math. I love math. Why isn't that enough? You always want me to be perfect. Well, I'm not. I'm nervous about going to high school. Do you get that? Remember what it was like when I started middle school? I couldn't fall asleep at night. His dad paused and said, I don't want you to be overwhelmed and anxious. I just don't want you to give up on yourself. You're a smart kid. I want you to have opportunities that I didn't. If you take honours English, you will learn to write well and that's an important skill in life and one I wish I had more of. So the son looks at his dad and he says, well, I'm not you. I can learn to write fine and regular English, which is hard enough for me. His dad said, that may be true. I'll talk to your guidance counsellor about that. But I still think having another honours class is important on your transcript. Transcript. What about an honours science? You like science? His son said, if honours classes are so important to you, I guess I could just take biology. Then you could help me not some guy we have to pay. The dad considered it and said, that seems fair. If we can switch you from honours to honours biology, 
let's see how your English goes. If the writing portion isn't sufficient, maybe we'll get you some help anyway. And the, the son agreed. So it's interesting that the, the son picked up that the dad wanted him to do English because he hadn't been given the opportunity to do, to do English. And so the son very quickly said, I'm not you. I can write fine. So we, we really have to look at why we so desperately want our agenda for our kids. Sure, we all in, have the best of intentions and want them to do well and want them, want to give them the best opportunities and ensure that they keep their options open. But it can put an incredible amount of stress on our kids and they know what they need to do. And if they make the choices and then they screw up, it's not us they're going to blame. So it's really, it's a really great example. And both of them ended up collaborating and they came to some sort of agreement. On page 23, she goes on to say that compassion also encompasses forgiveness. Now, the, the ADHD brain is really focused on the present moment. These kids are so present, they're oblivious to everything else. So they don't tend to hold on to to grudges. In the present moment, X happens, they say sorry, move on. But as parents, we remember all the things that, that they have happily left behind. And we sometimes can get caught in, you know, bearing grudges and resenting for the fact that all these things have happened that the child has forgotten about, but we don't. And then in the next present moment, we lace that moment with the contaminants of all the previous ones. And I think it's so important. And they're such a gift to us, these kids, because they're teaching us to be present. Stay in the present moment. Why worry about something that happened last week that I screwed up, I made a mistake, I said sorry, move on. Let's make sure we can move on and not make the same mistake again rather than begrudging and resenting the mistake that was made and letting it influence and impact the next situation negatively. So compassion necessitates being able to move on. So if you're compassionate to that, compassionate to how they see things, it allows you to move on and stay present in and open for the next moment. So we know it can be hard to forgive and move on when there's little or no accountability from kids or genuine apologies. But the best option for us here, which she recommends, is to have a conversation with your son or daughter. She's not saying just let them get away with it, but she's saying have the conversation, make it brief, get to the point, say you're sorry, forgive them, move on, done. Doctors Edward Hallowell and Peter Jensen wrote a book called Super Parenting for ADHD and they emphasise the importance of compassion. It is the feeling of positive connection, a feeling of being cared for, for, for no matter what, a pre-verbal sense of belonging to something positive that's larger than yourself. And they also say that compassion creates alliances that are the heart of successful parenting. So compassion is super, super important. It makes up the, the foundation for feeling close as a family and cooperating to face anything that comes your way. You need a bit of courage to be able to handle and face whatever comes your way, but compassion will take you a long, long way. 
So don't forget to tune into and tap into your compassion, your curiosity. It will help you be able to show up and control yourself. And that is so important, especially when parenting these kids. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. Don't forget to tune into the previous episodes in this series if you've missed the first two. They're really important for kind of setting the scene going forward because we're going to be in this book for at least a, uh, another, I would say, eight to ten weeks. And I'm going to try and get the author on board so that we can have a conversation with her as well. That'd be super cool. So thank you again for listening. If you've enjoyed it, pop over onto iTunes. I'd love for you to leave a review. And till next time, thanks again. And bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.